What's up, everybody? This is Corey, one of the hosts of the I'm Just Saying Bro podcast. And we just want to invite you all to subscribe to our podcast, uh, like our podcast, share the podcast with friends and family. Um, this will help us to get sponsorship in the future, and that's what we would like to do. Uh, we want to get sponsorship for the podcast so that we can continue to provide this podcast to you all for free at no cost. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe to the uh, podcast. doesn't cost anything to like or share. Uh, share with your friends. Share with your family. Don't have to worry about being ashamed of what we say because it's a family-friendly podcast. You don't have to worry about riding with your mom somewhere and you know, and you got your phone on the aux cord hooked up to the Bluetooth and we blur out a cuss word. You don't have to worry about that. So uh, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review helps us out. Uh, reach out to us at the I'm just saying bro pod at gmail.com uh, where you can submit feedback directly to us and we will respond to you. So without further ado, here is this week's podcast. Breaking news. One thing that we can talk about, Gronk is coming out of retirement. Yes, he is. Gronk is coming out of retirement, and now it's about to be sure the, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Patriots. Man, the NFC South is lit. Hey, man, uh, I don't see how the Saints going to come out of this thing, bro. We don't know what the what the Buccaneers is going to be like all the way yet. This is a lot of storylines in the South, man. You got Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. Now you got Tom Brady and Drew Brees from the season like four times the next two years because they both at least going to play two more years. Yep. So it's, it's it's just crazy. It's it's lit in the south, man. It's it's interesting, man. It's about yeah. It's 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 about to be lit football season, man. Uh, if we ever if, if we have it. one, yeah. If we get to it, if we can get to it, right. So that was. If we do have one. Everybody in the audience, so it might not be so lit. <laughs> right. <laughs> might not be anybody in the stand. Ain't that crazy? Wow. So, uh, what we want to get to is what everybody was talking about this past weekend and on last night. Teddy Riley. Who? Teddy Riley. Can you hear me? Hold on. Hold on. Can you hear me? Hold on. Can you hold You mean Burger the Jumpsuit? Hold on. Can you hear me? Hold on. Hold on. Not over. Can y'all hear? Okay. The fight is not over. Can <laughs> can somebody over there? Can somebody over there make sure Teddy can hear me? Somebody, baby face, baby. man, baby I face, nothing. baby. Fa- I did nothing. I did nothing. Baby face <laughs> is the biggest. Man, Teddy got up and told the folks that was in the room him. He turned around when the power fell and said, "Y'all need to pay attention." <laughs> man, look, that was the most frustrating thing. To watch, I have that. That was just frustrating. What kind of lick? What kind of drugs? Babyface was on when he stayed calm. What did he shoot up with? That was the Corona I, meds, I, man. He ain't no drugs, y'all. It's just a joke. He ain't no drugs. I believe he's drugs. It's just called age. It's it, called it, age. He ain't got time for nothing. He ain't got time. Like he's just like man. I mean, after you beat coronavirus, I mean, you you ain't got no blood pressure. Y'all remember what I said? They said Teddy the beat. Teddy B, coronavirus, technology, and Teddy Riley. He the undisputed champ. He pushed them all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But after part one, though, 
what kind of uh, what kind of technology he had? Did y'all check out what he had last night? To who? Uh, Babyface. Babyface. After y'all just beat him down for the iPod he had the last time. He had some Raycons. Did he have some Raycons? <laughs> he had the Raycons, bro. Man, I'll tell you one thing. When you just said the whole thing that Teddy Rob was getting mad at everybody in the, in the room talking about you got to read. Yesterday when he was on there by himself, everybody sitting there saying, baby face in the room, baby face right. in the room. He's still sitting there trying to play the piano. Playing, doing all this. Like, why you play, ain't looking? He out there playing blood on the dance floor. Man, nobody care. Right. Man, he, he, was was trying to get, he was trying to get his one-on-one time in because he knew Babyface had did some little one-on-one stuff. But fool, Babyface was doing his stuff because you couldn't connect. Right. Babyface is a magician. The fact that I had I couldn't get on the mainstream, so I had to watch it through like Kev on stage and uh and Tony Baker. But I did when he picked that guitar up, I could have swore that was the, the actual clip, the actual recording being played. I did not know that man was going free. Live and it sounded like it did 30 years ago. Well, the good thing about the internet, man, is that these people are getting hits, they are getting um hits on social media, but also selling a whole lot more music as a result to a whole other generation of people who didn't even know they wrote this music. And, and they deserve it. What Babyface did last night was worth our money, actually. Yeah, now, when, now what Teddy did, I, I don't know if that was worth the cash. But if I just watched everything Babyface did, I wouldn't mind paying for that. I think going into the battle, everybody had already put Ted Riley down. I think everybody knew Babyface was going to go. He was going to do what he was going to do. So I don't think Ted was going to get, I ain't going to say a fair shake. It's just the fact that he just didn't stand a chance anyway. I mean, well, Teddy, Teddy, I mean has, Teddy has some diehard followers that yep. were seeing so, him as the winner of everything. They were like, yeah, Teddy got the bangers. He came out swinging. And I'm like, okay. But y'all got to remember, I'm not just, you know, we can't just say, well, it's Babyface. Babyface has hits and more than what he played. So it was plenty of songs that he didn't even play. He got a lot of fast songs, a lot of upbeat tempo R&B songs that he didn't even attempt to play last night. Right. Hey, I saw something that said that, and tell me y'all think this is accurate. Babyface equals the win. Teddy Riley equals the reception. Hmm. That's that, that's a, that's all right way to put it. I, I thought it was a legit statement though, because I mean, Babyface, like, well, you got that, you got that fast Riley stuff. Teddy Riley failed in thinking that he can go against Babyface with balance. He should have no. got out the bedroom a whole lot earlier. He probably yeah, would have had a chance of this battle. Yeah, he yeah. had to get out of it, but he should have got out of it early. But yeah. going through them so songs, and to tell you too, Ted Riley, matter of fact, we will get to the songs, man. We, we supposed to do the songs tonight. We're gonna see who, who won. Which, okay. Which yeah. I, let, let, let's let's go ahead. We're gonna start with round one. So, Teddy played SWV's right here, which is kind of like a, a sample Human Nature from Michael Jackson. And Babyface came back with that Tony Braxton "Love Should Have Brought You Home" last night from one of my favorite rom coms ever. So, um, who who do y'all give that round to? Whoever whoever wants to start. I want to give it to Teddy, but I don't know if Teddy just produced the remix or if he wrote the original right here song for SWV that wasn't the remix version. Uh, let's let's check it I, out. I think- on some strange thing, I think I really might get it around to Teddy, but I, I feel like 
love with it. Like, I can see it out there and buy it, but it's something about, I don't know. I, I think I would get the first round of Teddy. But it isn't like a, a, a definite thing. Like, I think it slightly goes Teddy for me on my preference with those two songs. Man, I got to go with uh, with Face on this one, man. Love Should Have Brought You Home. Man, that, that that song, every time I hear that song, I think about Boomerang. That that was the title track of Boomerang. Right. right. I, like, every time I hear that, that, that intro, man, it just it just brings me to that uh to that movie and like and when I uh after I think watching Tyler, say he what did the remix he did the he remix just, he just put that Michael Jackson Human Nature remix together I don't think he actually wrote right here as a song and that's a big thing for me well it I says that's that. his um it said right here the, is the, the is one on the album right here wait a minute mm, let me see all right, right I think here. it is somewhere Human Nature for me because I love Human Nature. The, the music, the right. score. So I don't I don't know. Let me see. You probably feel, I feel sorry for Teddy too though, so I had to give Off him one. Top, but I think Chris Brown did a pretty good uh, job of. Uh, yeah. You uh, make it hard for me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, I didn't think I'd do the SWV version, but I think Chris did a good job. He did a he did a he did a dang good job. Did he write right here? I got a computer in front of me. I should have looked it up a long time ago. I already had it. Yeah, Teddy Riley did the uh, remix, and <laughs> they said despite the huge success of the single, the group said in early 2014 that they did not like Teddy Riley's remix. Right. Yikes. All because, right. The, because the original, even though the Teddy Riley remix was good, the original on the album, he didn't write. So for, so, that, so for that reason, I give it to Babyface. Okay, well, I mean, when you put that in there, I mean, that, that does, like, way it different, though. So, I'm going to have to go phase two. Then. Like, this man playing stuff he ain't even really do, though. He did it twice. So, so you get disqualified. <laughs> so, yeah, bye. <laughs> we can only explain that stuff on the podcast. All my friends on Facebook, me and Teddy did it. Teddy was the best, and y'all need to stop hating on that man. But, bruh, we know Babyface produced, wrote everything on Love Should Brought You Home last night. He did everything. He, I drum, mean... Didn't uh yeah and didn't he pretty much like put together that whole soundtrack for the movie Boomerang? Didn't he produce that? Yeah, he produced uh, that whole album. So yeah, gotta give it to Babyface, man. So man, that hurt my feelings now. T- but that. we going song though. You know, we we going for song for song. And, yeah, and he played that song, so it's yeah. one zero, baby. Yeah. All right. So round two, Teddy played Keith Sweat's "Make It Last Forever." And Babyface came back with his own song, Soon As I Get Home. Man, as soon as I this get one, home. This one, this one, tough for me right here. I ain't going to lie to you because Make It Last Forever is like mine. Soon As I Get Home was a was a for sure enough hit. But I, but I will say, I will say that I'm going to go ahead. Well, I'm going to let somebody else go first. I'll go. I'm sorry. I, Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to pick Make It Last Forever. And the reason why I pick Make It Last Forever is because if you can make Keith Sweat sound good on anything, (laughs) (laughs) I I believe that that, that the female feature on this song is what really 
made make last forever sound good and the the just the the, the beat itself just the yeah. production on that song itself I, I have to go with Teddy on that and make last forever you can make Keep Sweat wine itself sound good man I got I gotta go with you I'm gonna have to rock with you on that too Teddy Riley make it last forever definitely gets my vote but like I said that's one of my favorite songs all the time anyway so I think I got a lot of, like a lot of bias that go into it which I mean all this is bias anyway but Make it last forever is, is hands down mine. Not to discredit as soon as I get home. So no, no. I get as soon as I get home, it's dope. It's a beautiful, like a Excellent. dope song, but no. Right. We're not so much as bias, bruh. It's um, just our preference. Which one do we like over the other one? You know? Yeah, like, I, I guess that's why I say it, but I, I like your bias preference or anything. But yeah, your, your preference. Like, it's my preference. I go definitely towards make it last forever. What say you, Maurice? Man, make it last help make me touch myself. <laughs> Ted Riley called up this song with Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat is a writer in his own right. Um, Babyface, I don't think had any extra writers on Soon As I Get Home. That was it. But um, I do not agree that Teddy Riley made Keith Sweat sound good on that song. Um... Keith Sweat is just is, is just a person that was that has a very unique voice. We know he's not the greatest singer in the world, but neither was Al B. Sure. So why do we give Al B. Sure a pass, but we don't give someone like Keith Sweat a pass? You know why? Because of the production. And so I think I, that Teddy Rodgers' job will make a last film. I agree with you on Al B. Sure. I I've never thought Al B. Sure was a great. Great singer, never his production. Anybody that's a real musician never would think. That. <laughs> hey, his production, I mean, his production is what pretty much like that's just how that's how I view a lot of rappers. Like, uh, like if your lyrics ain't on, like the first thing when you the 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 beat is pre- is pretty much the first thing that you listen to when you are listening to a song. You're you're listening to the production of the song. And that's and pretty much that's what's gonna draw me to a song. After I've listened to the production a few times, then I'm gonna listen to the actual singer and the lyrics. And then I'm be like, okay, singer can't sing. The lyrics don't mean nothing, or they don't make sense uh, it, for certain parts of the song. But the production is off the chain. And that's Alvin yeah. Sure has a lot of that. Keith Sweat has a whole lot of that. Yeah, production definitely does. That's the first I listen to as well too. Like I. To be honest, I ain't. I probably know the words to a lot of songs because I get so stuck on the production of it. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. why it's kind of sticky, especially if they can't sing. But what you were saying about Keith Sweat, I like I said, I, I, I agree with Maurice. I don't think it made him sound. Keith Sweat sound the same on every song he ever sing to me. Like he he stay in one box and that's it. He don't sound different on either song. That's just him. Like I said, I think it's a unique sound. He got one box he stay in, but it worked. Like I said, the production's so good that you ain't gotta have no words to make it last forever. You know what I'm saying? You can just let that beat play. It's over. With. You know what I'm saying? To, in my opinion. Well, I'm, I'm going to say that what made Keith Sweat sound good is the uh, the way that the lyrics flowed with the actual production. That's not I'm not saying that he sound, sounded good uh, pitch-wise. Gotcha, gotcha. With the, the, the lyrics against that beat is what made it sound good. And That man sound like Ty uh... <laughs> Inside joke. I mean, I disagree. He did sound good pitch wise. 
when you got people out there that that are doing records like I heard this one record that um that uh what's the what's the uh white guy name Alan Thicke son that Robin Thicke did one time and he actually missed blatantly missed the note in the beginning of the song and when I heard it, I was like this this is on the album Robin Thicke missed have, a lot of notes you didn't have any missed notes in making last forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I agree with you, Corey. I agree that, that, that I can't. Let me put it like this: I can't hear nobody else singing "Make It Last Forever" but Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat, because it's, it's 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 etched, it's burned into our brains, and we cannot hear nobody. Let me else. hear you tell me you love me. Yeah. And you gonna sing it? That, if you're singing in your head, you ain't even singing in your voice. You, you, you trying to sing like him? You trying to <laughs> sing like him? <laughs> You are, you are you, totally you right. your nose up. Let me hear you tell me you love me. <laughs> then that was, that was, uh, I think that was Jackie McGee on that track with him. Yeah, yeah. She didn't do nothing but add all the flavor you needed. Yes. And see, if you don't have somebody as, as not as good of a vocalist like Pete Sweat on a track, you put somebody who can kill it, a female that can kill on that with him. Hey, make it last forever wins for me, guys. And she, yeah. and she killed it. Yeah. So, we, so we got a unanimous on that one. So round three, we have Johnny Kemp's just got paid against Babyface's The Whispers, Rock Steady. Rock Steady all day long. Rock Steady all day. And I and I love Just Got Paid. I love Just Got Paid. Mm. This one I love like, every version of that song. I like the NSYNC version. Of just I like the NSYNC version of it too. NSYNC <laughs> version, I like it. I, I really do. Uh, Jamming. Rocksteady, man. He begins to rock. Man, Rocksteady all day. Like, that song come on, you dancing. You know songs without, I just never, I never ever really, really cared for Just Got Paid. It's, it's kind of like that song just blew up out of a place of people just having something to play at the club, and that's what they played at the club back then. Yeah, and Rock Steady wasn't really a club song. Rock Steady, Rock Steady just got a, a barbecue. Younger, just got paid was for a younger crowd. Rock yeah. Steady, with the group it was coming from, was for an older crowd. But you can get a barbecue on this song, just chilling outside our back with everybody out there. Man, Rock, Ste- Rock Steady is a groove. <laughs> yes, Rock Steady is a groove. Just got paid, make you feel good. Right. It, 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 and, and that's one of Teddy Riley's traits. Teddy Riley makes feel good music. He he does. It's just, it's just, it's just like what Greg just said. When when you what did you say, Greg? You said that you saw this post where it said, you know that the um, the wedding and the uh, and the reception. Yeah, baby face yeah. is the wedding, but Teddy Riley is the reception. But both of those feel good. The wedding right. feels so good, you get emotional and you crying. But the reception right. feels good. You are, you, you, you feel the cut loose. Yeah. yeah, those are they both feel good musicians that make real real. Perfectly feel good music, but in this moment, I got to give it. I got to give it to Rocksteady. That's just me. I and Greg, you said you give it to Rocksteady also, right? Yeah, I, without a doubt. Like Rocksteady, just man, you just want to sit down and just chill and just bob your head, do whatever. Like I'm, I'm drinking some drink and sitting here chilling, like some Rocksteady. I, I, I like just got paid. It's a whole mood. I, I, I like that just got paid. I, I just, I, you know, it's just something about that song, man. That baseline, man, is what. That baseline is what get me, man. I love that baseline. Simplistic against Rocksteady's baseline, which is nowhere near simple. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes less is more. Yeah, right. Sometimes less is more. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that that that, that, Rocksteady's baseline is a beast. But I love Teddy now. But I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. 
So round four. Agreed. Round four, Teddy Riley plays Foxy Brown featuring Black Streets, Get Me Home. And Baby Face. <laughs> I ain't even tell you what he played. Round five, let's go. Let's go. Hey, hey slick. He Teddy Teddy could have kept that. He could have kept Get Me Home. I understand he wanted to give Black Street some shine because that was his group too. Teddy been in a few groups, bro. Talking about what what did what did Babyface play that round? I'm sorry. Uh every time I close my eyes. Oh. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So, it, I'll, I'll, go I ahead, mean, Mara. I know you got something to say about never, that. He never played that song. Yeah. Um, I, that that was that was the first song I can truly say. The first song of the battle that he never should have played. It's like he was laying down, just just trying to say, "Oh, baby, face just whoop." You know, no, you don't play. And you can give Black Street. Black Street has some hits. You can give Black Street homage without. Playing a song that you know when nobody really gonna be feeling. When you get in an Instagram comment, people be like, when people say stuff like, I, I saw about four or five people say, oh, I forgot all about that song. When people say that kind of stuff, you know you lost that battle. When yeah. people say, oh, okay, I remember that, I forgot all about that song. I saw five people commenting, and two of them were celebrities. So you know, it's just kind of like music, musical celebrities. So it's kind of like the only comments you should see them say is, hey, hey, I did not know you did that song. That's what you want to see for comments when when they play. You don't want to say, Which "Oh, I saw that twice on on Babyface stuff." Right. A lot of people don't know stuff Babyface wrote. Yeah. All right. So, I guess you know every time I close my eyes, that's a unanimous for all of us. Babyface next. <laughs> so, round five. It's so easy for us. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did make it easy on that one. So round five, we have guy piece of my love. Against baby faces after seven, ready or not. I think I'm gonna have to go piece of my love on this one with Teddy Riley, and I and I love ready or not too though. Like it's it's not no slight toward B, BF, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, man, piece of my love. Come on, bro. That's that's yeah, all day. Piece of my love, Teddy Riley. What do you got, Maurice? Um. I love Peace of My Love. Um, it's it's hey, it's a great song. Um, you know, Teddy Riley was actually a part of that group. He was in guy. He right. wasn't a member. He wasn't wasn't really a member in the beginning of Black He wasn't Street. supposed um, to be in it. Aaron Hall said, I'm not gonna be in this group unless Teddy is in it. Which 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 group you talking about now? The guy. Oh yeah. Well, I'm I mean, I'm glad he was in it. I mean, I think, I think, I don't think guy would be guy without all three of those guys in it. But this is the thing: as much as I love piece of my love, ready mm. or not, was a if you play if you play both of those songs, people are going to sing it. Let me ask you You're going to have, gonna have a bigger response to ready or not because it's a it's a classic R and B hit. I, Peace of My Love is a very good R&B hit, but ugh, as good as it is and, it, and as much, come on now, I, I'm a band director with Marcha Band, and our Marcha Band played Peace of My Love. They played it well. And people sang it in the audience. But when you think Ready or Not, 
it's kind of like that song. His brother said that. Boy, when I tell you, they sang that song to Prince. Oh, they sang it. Yeah. Man, when I tell you, and, and that's no slight against Aaron Hall now, because I love Aaron Hall. You know, the only thing wrong with Aaron Hall is he 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 has he literally stayed up late at night all night all day and all night when he was like 11 years old and studied Charlie Wilson's voice because he sounds just like Charlie Wilson. Slick. That's the only downfall. But if I had to go for what the singles was doing in Ready or Not, which, you know, I, I, I'm a singer myself, so I got, I got to go Ready or Not. Even though I love I love yeah. Hall, I can sing both of them songs word for word out of lyrics, but from what Babyface I, I just pictured him in the studio and Babyface pushing his brother to the limit, probably going off on him. He may have cussed him out a couple times, saying, man, you got to give me more than this. That boy is sick. If you listen to Radio Night right now, that boy is sick, that song. I think this probably this probably one of the first ones. I don't think you can go wrong either either choice on this one, though. Like, I, I mean, I, I get both sides. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, not a, it's, it's not a wrong decision with but either what, song. But, yeah. what put, but what puts me over the edge with Radio Night is that... Um, Babyface's brothers out singing Aaron Hall. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, I agree with you 100. And to the point, Maurice, when you're saying like I could see Babyface or imagine Babyface pushing his brother to the limit, I can imagine him saying that was that was good, that was that was good. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, I want to. Did he say that? All, he said that all night the battle, man. Yes, that was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. good but, I just need you to but, do. I need you to do this right here. Can you can you do yeah. this right here? Okay, nah, that was try. good. You sound like you can go sing for Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I, I'm picking that ready or not, man. The singing on that song, man, is a beast. Yeah, peace of my love is too much of a feel good for me that I just peace of my I, love. I no, not to take anything away from peace of my yeah. love. Peace of my love is a great song, but when it comes down to it, the singing. Thanks. Is better on ready or not? Yeah, no, I agree. And the singing, I think, great to me on piece on uh, piece of my love to me. I mean, to be honest, which it's not just a great vocal. You know what? Piece of my love. Piece of my love is a piece of my love is a very it's 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 simpler than ready or not. Yeah, it's like they 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 did that song in like probably an hour. Keith Sweat could have sung Peace of My Love. I know they didn't do it in the hour. I know they didn't do it in the hour, but it felt like that they did Peace of My Love quicker. They finished Peace of My Love quicker than they finished Ready or Not. It was, it was one day in the studio. I could see I could see Ready or Not took longer to produce than Peace of My Love. I mean, Peace of My Love got a, got a power. That's a nice bass line. I mean, the groove. Yeah, I mean, it's a great saying. song. Yeah, like, it's a it's a power ballad-ish, if you always want to say it like that almost, Ish. man. But like I said... Right. I, I think I think Keith Sweat could have sung "Piece of My Love" though, mm. and been right at home almost. It came down to the singer, and it came down to the lyrics, man. Yeah, ready or not, take. In my opinion, it's it's knocking that out the water. All right, two so, great songs, but one of them is knocking the other one out the water. Yeah, we keep going. So all right, so round six, Teddy Riley uh, plays "High Five, I Like the Way," and Babyface. Uh, comes back with Bobby Brown every little step. Every little step for me. I'm sorry. That that they're right there. Be man. Every little step is that's that's my jam. <laughs> but no, <laughs> every little step, man. All day, every day, from the video to everything, just straight up. Every little step, no question. 
Um, I'm gonna go with I Like The Way. I like that song, man. That song, it it takes you back to when you were young, like when you were, you know, younger. I like I like I like this song. And you know, coming from somebody, I didn't know that just my just my uh ignorance to the song, I did not know that that was a male group. Did not know mm-hmm. that until we had our uh bracket. And so I when I looked at the video, I'm like, man, these these little kids is is they singing. <laughs> Cause uh I think Teddy said, cause Babyface asked him like, how old were they? He was like, man, 16 to 18. 16. <laughs> man, Teddy Riley was probably around the same age that time. No, he wasn't. No, nah, he wasn't. He was young though, but he was young. But he was a grown. He was grown, but he was young at the same time. But I have to go with I like the way, man. Um. Uh-oh. I mean, it's all coming. Man, come on, bro. Every little step, they want to get to start dancing right now. I, let me just let me just be let me just be real, real down to earth with this. Pony Thompson saying uh, God rest his soul, rest in peace. Tony Thompson saying the crap out of that song. That little 16-year-old boy belted that song out. 16-year-old black boy from Waco, Texas. And that boy came out with a voice. I mean, Bobby Brown ever looked up. It's, it's, it was a hit. It was a great hit. It was Bobby Brown. I'm talking about the, the video is like will never be forgotten. Right. Ever. Isn't that, uh, wasn't that like the first Gumby Fade video for him? The first what? <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that the first Gumby Fade video for Bobby Brown? I called the Gumby Fade though, but yeah. I, <laughs> I think it was. Like, I'm just like, for real, for real. I think that was no. the first one. Because it, cause it, think about it, still, it was like, it was a step. was not called the I know, Gumby I know, Fade, but that's what we call it though. But I'm just saying too though, it was like it was like a step, so it makes sense for every little step I take because it was a little step on top of his head too though. So I agree. <laughs> What's the name of that game on Price is Right? Where the dude walk with the little thing walking up, that's what that's what Bobby Brown had. He had that on. He fought the side of the thing. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the name of it go. Hey Maurice, if you don't if you don't say every little step I take, Maurice, I'm coming through this thing. I'm not. I'm I'm going I'm going to give it to Tony though, and not because he's deceased, but I, I think Teddy Riley did a very good job with the production of that song, with what he did with that boy's voice. How he took it's hard to take. See the reason why Babyface started what he said about how old were they? He did that. The, the, don't the, see Babyface take shots. He did that to set to set Bobby up because Bobby wasn't but how old Bobby was? Every little step came out like nineteen maybe. Ooh, he That's was a nineteen twenty. So yeah, that was nineteen. 88, I believe. So he was trying to set that up because he knew High Five was young. The oldest member in the in the group High Five was 18. So he, you know, he kind of he kind of tried to set it up to put a young person against a young person. But I will say this: I think I'm gonna go ahead and give and give it to Teddy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Every little step came out in '89. So Bobby was born in sixty nine. Nineteen twenty. Depending on what time of the year. So 
Yeah, he had he was he was nineteen going on twenty because every little step came out January eighty nine. So he wasn't even twenty yet. He was about to be twenty. So, all right. So Maurice, you you give it to. Uh, I like the way. All right. I'm gonna give that round. I'm yeah. gonna give it to him. That, I, I, I like mm-hmm. this song. I really when, y'all, when y'all get done tonight, I want y'all to go play every little step, and I want y'all to think about what y'all just did. I play. Bro, I, go, I like and listen to Tony Thompson building that song. Hey, that, that boy's boy sixteen bro. years old. Sixteen, he bro. A crap like that. He outshined Bobby Brown, cause hey, like for real, Bobby I Brown thought, ain't singing. I thought I'm just saying, bro. Hey, like for real, no shade. Like no, like that. Like that. No, like that. no shade like that. to no shade to old boy. I thought that was a grown woman singing that song before I knew who it was. <laughs> For real, I, I just thought it was a grown woman singing this song. I'm like, man, why is a grown woman talking about a kissing game? Right. I never thought that boy sounded like no woman. Died. I, I think I might have. I think I might have saw the video or something when I first saw the song. So I, I had never saw the video. I, I I was ignorant. Well, to I saw him on TV performing. It was something I seen him sing. Like now, I knew what man, they were. I was straight up ignorant to that man. Uh, That's all I had to it. Yep, I feel good giving it. I get. I give. I'm gonna get you to that one. You know, you, like I don't know if anybody else uh, listens to all this or books. watches all Deaf Digital. But whenever I refer to myself being ignorant or something, like I was Doughboy to the situation because Doughboy be ignorant, bro. Ignorant, ignorant. I was Doughboy to high five. So, all right. So round seven, two heavy hitters on this one, man. So Teddy Riley played Keith Sweat's "I Want Her." And Babyface came back with Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk. Ooh. I already know what Greg. <laughs> what you think I'm going to say? <laughs> I know what Greg going to say, too. Greg going to Campbell, Can We Talk? Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? Straight I, up. I, I, I know. Like, man, this one was hard for me, man. I, I, I like I don't want it, though, but I, yeah. Happy birthday, Ashley. I'm going Tevin. You go. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like Can We Talk, not because of the song itself, but because everybody sings that song and everybody loves that song like it's Tevin Campbell's best song. And in my opinion, that is nowhere near Tevin Campbell's best song. I agree. So I grew up hating that song because everybody made that song be his best song. And I'm like, y'all don't listen to Tevin how he's singing these other songs way better he's singing Can We Talk? Way better. But even though I don't, I know for a fact that in my mind that one Tevin Campbell best song recorded, there is no way I can give I Want Her space to beat <laughs> Can We Talk. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I, 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 like, I like I'm Ready I'm better just, than uh, Can We Talk. Bruh, I mean, I Want Her was a nice groove, but let's not forget the fact that Keith Sweat ain't, ain't, he can't sing now. Yeah. And I want her. I want to kind of remind me. It just got paid. Let's, let's not be delusional, right? I mean, I want her is a is a very. I want her is a very good groove, very good groove. It's how it just got paid to me almost, bro. You play, you play. I want her in a crowd of thirty thousand people. People gonna dance around. They are gonna get their little drink. But you play. Can we talk? The dummies, the fools, the smart folks, the professors, the the the, the men who own crack. The ones that ain't that, that, that ain't never had sex before. The ones Can't that have sex then. had sex with their cousins. Wait, my mom wants to. The ones that that eat beets. The folks that eat Twizzlers. God, why they eat Twizzlers? Why people eat Twizzlers? Anyway, all these people. 
gonna sing that song. You know what I'm telling you? Your grandmama, your mama, we gonna all unite. <laughs> Why you laughing? I'm just saying, bro. When you said hold up, I'm almost finished. You wasn't almost finished yet, though. <laughs> you still man, Twizzle tastes like candle wax, man. Man, why in the world do people eat Twizzlers, man? It's like candy. What do they get out of it, dude? I'm just saying, bro. Slick. Why? Why? Would you walk up in the store and say, oh, man, I can't wait till I get these Twizzlers, dog? Man, ain't nobody got no feeling in their mouth. Frowns that came off for nothing. Licorice won good in the 20s. Why you gonna bring licorice back out in when that candy came back? In the the form of Twizzlers. Licorice? Licorice. Licorice. Why else you keep eating Twizzlers? I'm like, man, you were hungry. You just want, you just wanted somebody to think that you. I don't know. Well, I don't understand. It's Nickel not a wish. taste thing. What is it, Corey? Tell me what this is. He don't know. Twizzler people. He don't anyway, know. I can't on just Twizzler. Hit, hit, hit us up on Instagram and tell us what, what is yes. it about Twizzlers that make y'all want to eat them? Okay. And it looks I, disgusting. bro. And it tastes worse than it looks. And people be having a nerve to get that out as candy on Halloween. You know what? I, I know what it is. Yeah, I think people who eat Twizzlers used to be smokers because they always got to have something like doing some of their mouth, so they just need something to gnaw on. So Twizzlers is like, bro, I'm talking about. I seen kids eating this. That's the that's the they kids who mama don't get them sugar. They mama don't give them sugar. I, when I was young, people was eating Twizzlers. The folks that ain't started smoking yet. That before we that before we was in our mind to smoke. I don't get it. They would eat Twizzlers. Yeah, um, I'm uh, good, good uh, off topic uh, conversation with that one. <laughs> I don't understand licorice at all. Twizzlers, liquorous. Uh, but even those folks, even those Twizzler folks, would sing "Can We Talk, Brother." The, yeah. the people who make Twizzlers don't even like Twizzlers. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about no theft in that factory. Bro. <laughs> yeah. You taking this home with you, man? Nah, I'm good. Dog, man. Hey, I'm good. hey, everybody. Hey, we have a bunch. We have a stockpile. We have a stockpile of Twizzlers. Anybody wants some? They have a pile of Twizzlers. Nah, Take home Twizzlers. Nah, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Nah, I'm good. So I'm, I'm picking. Can we talk, man? Just the, the Twizzlers po- so bad that the people over in Africa that are starving don't even send it to them. Don't even. I die. I don't die. even. Don't even send it to them. That's how Twi- baby Twizzlers are deaf. <laughs> <I> take death <laughs> You talk about them, them little kids with the with them skinny bone with them big bellies. They be like, no. Or mm. just seventy five cents. <laughs> you can feed one child. They try to feed. They sing like this. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and much as I love them kids, I feel no. much. that's yeah, how yeah. baby. Hey, what? They be like. If I'm on there with Twizz, they go to grab a Twizz, I'm be like, no, you don't want this. You don't want this. Right. Yeah, man, no, you don't want just, this. Just lay down. Just lay down close your eyes. It's fine. <laughs> here, just here, hey! Here, here, lies the, here lies the boy that denied Twizzlers. Uh, man. <laughs> that's Twizzlers, I'm at. I right. love you enough not to give you Twizzlers. Appreciate it. <laughs> that means a lot. <laughs> if, if, yes. This Please. man really love me, G. That's acting uh, something to fight over. Somebody give you Twizzlers. They, they, they don't love you. They don't love I you. We, I, th- I thought we were better than that. What you talking You'd about? You'd be ready to throw some hands if somebody give you some Twizzlers. Hey, man, I just thought you wanted to. What, man? Bruh, I would rather I eat. Like I, want a I would rather eat a cricket than Twizzlers. And I hate bugs. I don't know. I might be going for them, them Twizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you put some barbecue sauce on a cricket juice? I don't know. I might be going for the twist again, buddy. <laughs> hey, cricket's okay if you cook them right. If you cook, if you boil them good and put a little. I ain't trying to find out. I'm good. Boil them? Oh, you try off? Oh, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh man. All right. Hey, what's, what's the next round? Next round. All right. Round eight. <laughs> Teddy Riley plays I Like by Guy. And Babyface comes back with an uppercut of Karen White's The Way You Love Me. Oh, that's a no-brainer for me. Me too. Karen White's The Way You Love Me. Hey, man, I saw the video for that song for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Man... Picture quality Karen back White, in the day. Karen White do not get the respect she deserved. No, she I go Karen White. I remember we played it back in the day. Though I, I go Karen White all day. Podcast agree with me or anybody else out there in America in the world listening to this. But Karen White does not. That woman could sing, man, and she did that song. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a cool flawless one. victory. Yeah, I like what I like was a hit. Lord knows, I, I like right now. I'm gonna get up and start. This. The way you love me for me. The, the production on the way you love me, man, is a beast, bro. It's a beast. It comes down to the singing for me. I mean, Karen White, I, I, I sang your boy. I'm sorry. When it get down to anything else, if it's not the production, if it's not the hit, if it's not the beat, if it's not the track, it come down to the Bobby out sing <laughs> Tevin. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right. So, round nine, Teddy Riley played Heavy D, Is It Good To You? Then Babyface comes with Tevin Campbell's I'm Ready. I'm going I'm Ready. I'm I'm Ready. Like, like, I'm I'm Ready is better than Can We Talk. I'm Ready is in discussion for probably one of uh, Tevin's best songs. Yeah. I like I'm Ready. Uh, Yeah, I picked I'm Ready, too. Broke that when he was in high school. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going on ready. Yep, I went with that, too. Babyface, yeah, I wrote that when I was in high school. Um, man, it's kind of hard to... It's kind of hard to pick over Heavy D. Rest in peace, Heavy D, man. Right. God! There's another okay. song with Heavy D coming in. I can't wait to hear your... Me, me and Maurice talked about this, Court. I went to hear your... Yeah, the singing that I didn't like. I think I feel like they could have got somebody better to to do the singing behind Heavy D on that song. Um, there's no side against Heavy D because anybody group in my era love Heavy D. I don't know nobody that couldn't stand Heavy D. I know no person that liked rap, R and B, and didn't like Heavy D. Yeah, but I gotta get this one. I gotta get my ready. Yeah, get up in the face. Yeah, I'm ready. Next next round, round 10. Teddy Riley goes with Dougie Fresh and Slick Ricks, the show. Babyface okay, comes baby with <laughs> two occasions. <laughs> Babyface, two occasions. <laughs> next. Hey, man. I mean, I looked, I looked the show up on different uh, social media sites, and I didn't see Teddy, tele, I almost said Teddy Graham, Lord. I didn't <laughs> Teddy <see> Graham. <laughs> I didn't see Teddy Riley. Memphis is hungry, bro. <laughs> is that hunger speaking? That's hunger. My man said hey, Teddy Grimms. I didn't see Teddy Riley name nowhere but Wikipedia. 
And I'm sure somebody just updated that probably for part one. Well, I, I watched I watched a YouTube video. Uh, Ted Riley did produce the show. Uh, that was one of his early productions. One of his. He's a junior in high school. He yeah he was he was he was a teenager when he. You did watched what? It was a video on YouTube talking about New Jack Swing. Uh, as far as like the history of New Jack Swing and the show that is Ted Riley's production. That was one of his yeah, it early. Like, it was one. That was, was one of like his. Six he was one of them. Yeah, he was one of them. That was he. It was early. They said he did the. Uh, he came up with the he he decided to put that in that that's the inspector gadget I know that I'm saying he he came up with putting that in the song as far as putting that in the song to have them you know rap over so it wasn't it wasn't even original you know what? No, I mean, think about it, man. Nothing is really original. It's not. I I get it. I'm just saying. What do you mean? Nothing is really original. I mean, nothing. He's talking about over time things. Something something gets sampled from everything. It's something something like I don't think that there is a song where nothing has been sampled from somebody else. I I think I think it's definitely something that's been sampled. But I'm sitting here saying, like, at some point, like, we it, it does some repeat itself. Everybody want to do the same thing better, make their own version right. of something that, that may have touched them. There are different songs that are out yeah. there that, that have not repeated a previous. A lot version. of these babyface songs. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> babyface yeah, don't do remix. Two uh, occasions was a beach. Yeah, yeah babyface yeah. don't do remix. You know, you know, babyface had me confused as a child. I'm trying to figure out day, two occasions. I'm like, it's the same day. Like, I was, I was confused. As a child trying to figure out what two occasions were because I get it day and night. I'm sorry, don't worry. I, I had problems as a child. All Next, right. so uh, <laughs> I picked two occasions also. And round 11, we have you know what? Skip that one because Babyface played uh, Rock with you, Bobby Brown, so it don't even matter what. Ted what do you go against though? Teddy Ryder played a Black Street song, The City Is Mine. Don't even worry about it. Just, yeah, skip okay. Rock he was yeah. trying to give Black Street some justice, but give them some justice on their hits. Give them justice. With, he should have gave them justice. Went somewhere. He should have gave them justice when the when the thing died out and he wanted to just play by himself. He should have played Black Street. Well, they had three songs that went somewhere. Play those three and move on. Yep. All right. Round 12. Teddy Riley comes with Bobby Brown on our own. And Babyface comes with Michael Jackson's In the Closet. No. Wait. That's that was it's flip flop. Riley with Michael Jackson in the closet. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. They 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 flip flop at this point. Yeah, my bad, my bad. And so, they go to the closet. He, he should have kept it in the closet. I did. Yeah, he shouldn't. That's the one Michael Jackson. He should have played out of all the. He should have kept it on the hanger in the closet in the back. I don't against the wall. I like in the closet. But it, it it wasn't gonna kill on our own Bobby Brown. No, no, no. Uh, on our own man is is a, oh, a great baby song. Baby. What you think, Greg? Say it again. Babyface won that one for me, Nick. Without a doubt, like that was that was a no brainer for me. Like yeah. I, I said, she should have kept that one in the closet all the way in the bag on the hanger, wire hanger. Don't even give it no no cushion on the on the shoulders. How many yeah. more rounds we got? Uh, this is not that we uh we on thirteen now. Did they go a full twenty? Did they go out before they got they, to twenty? It, it got to eighteen, I think. Okay, yeah, we almost about five more songs. So round thirteen, we got Black Streets before I let you go. And then 
Babyface came with When Can I See You Again. Mm. He played that sucker on the, mm. on the, on the uh, guitar. Yep. Mm. Okay, I, I'm going to say this. I, I, if you, for this battle, when he pulled the, the guitar out and played this song, and I was confused and thought it was an actual clip being played, <laughs> uh, <laughs> regardless of whatever's was going on, I, I don't think I baby as much as baby. I love, he's not. I agree. But you see how he made that thing sound perfect, man. He made he gave us a little mini concert, man. And I, I think because of that reason, it, it, this may be stupid to go that way because he played the thing right there in front of me, and I, it sounded just like it did on the track. He didn't, he didn't even want to play. He actually said, "Well, you know, if I play a white song, yeah, this would be fair. Let me play one of my white songs." I'm like, "God, this man is finna just go." He he had so much respect for Ted. He didn't want it to seem like. Hey, this is an unfair. He wanted to beat them fair and square. I'm going baby on that one, G. Hey. And I might like... Uh, what's, what's the other song? How's that Black Street's biggest hit? And he should have played that Black... He should probably just play that. He should have played that song right there earlier the first, in the battle. Yeah, he, that should have been the first Black Street song he played. Right. Anything dealing with Black Street. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to... Um, I'm gonna give it to Teddy. Before I, I, I let you go, with very nice. He, he put that song together. That nice. is a powerful song. There's some powerful singing I'm, going on in there. Not because I don't like when will I see you again, and not because I mean Babyface went for the juggler when he pulled that dog on. Um, <laughs> that is the only reason I'm giving it to Babyface for the fact that he did that. Like I like the other song better, but Babyface sound like the, the fact um, that he sounded the exact same way. I'm sorry, no, I can't. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Teddy. What you? Who, what about you, Corey? I, I give it to Teddy too. Before I let you go, hey man, when you hear that song, you go sing that song too. That Blackstreet's biggest hit to me. It I don't is. Care what the number. Can I get a kiss? Yep. Tonight. Yeah. That song, bro. That song so powerful, bro. Now I don't wanna lose your spirit, bro. I don't know. Yeah. What the, I don't know if it went one on the charts, but that's they. That's the best thing they ever recorded, in my opinion. Hey, what man. round was it? Was that thirteen? That was round thirteen. Yeah, that 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 song, that black, that yeah, he should have been played that. I don't know why he waited so long to play it, but it, it, he he went. Know about Black Street? We don't know that. I I can tell you the first word the city is mine for a million dollars. I'm a, I'm gonna guess the city is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Man, am I, am and I before right? I let am you right? go, came out in '94. Huh? Before I let you go, came out in '94. Mm-hmm. Boy, right. auto tune. Round fourteen. Teddy Riley plays "Let's Chill." Babyface goes with Babyface. Whip appeal. That made me mad when people saying talking about "Let's Chill" with Whip appeal. Whip appeal all day. Hey man, Babyface. Yeah. That's a no brainer. That that yeah. made me so oh. mad. Tony Tony Baker. Shout out Tony Baker, but no, bro. Let's chill, man, bro. Hush up. Yeah, no. Let's chill is a great song. It's Whip a great appeal. song, but Whip Appeal hey, is great. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. Y'all have y'all heard? <laughs> have y'all heard um, Charlie Wilson sing "Let's Chill"? Yes, I have. I have not. I have on not. YouTube, bruh. You don't Charlie would know. Would know. Oh. Album. He recorded it on one of his albums. No, I saw it. It's on YouTube too. It's on YouTube. 
Oh, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it out after this. He signed that sucker bed to Air Howdy. Hey, <laughs> Uncle Charlie, he ain't playing that song, man. Uncle Charlie ain't playing, G. Hey, bro, he signed that song, cause before I, I let was... you go, got to number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 in '94. What, what was above it? it? Hmm. What was above it? Uh, what about the cities? <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought you might have to list up. So don't worry about it. You ain't got it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm just looking at that particular song. What, what was the, I think? I don't think you had that group. What, what was the city is mine one by? Um, that was Black Foxy Street. Brown with Black Street. Hold on, what? Hold who, on. I think yeah, I think that was Foxy Brown with Black Street. Let me make sure. No, city is mine was yeah. Foxy Brown was something else. <laughs> My man is a with yes. something else. Uh, Black, yeah, Black Street. That was their song. The city is mine. No, the feature. city. The city is mine. I'm, I'm you put, know, Jay Z got a song called "The City Is Mine." Are you sure it was? No, it's 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 uh oh no yeah it's Jay Z with them yeah it was Jay Z with them. My bad. It's Jay Z okay. featuring Black Street. Okay, gotcha. That came out in '97. All right, so <laughs> the next round, round fifteen, we have Black Streets Deep. <laughs> Johnny Real Life Special. Nope. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, I like Deep, but I, I, I agree with this though. Who can you who knew can what Deep was? Yeah, I knew what it was too. I did. Let yeah. me okay. go deep, deep. Yep. Yeah. But a real a real statement is. That wasn't no hit, was it? It was. I think it was. It was a hit. It was popular. Deep by Black Street. Yeah, I believe so. It was a hit for me around that age. You know what I'm saying? For what I consider to be a hit. I'm sorry. But I agree with this though. With Deep, nobody knows the words to Deep other than Deep. Uh, (laughs) You ain't singing no other part of the song. No other part of the song. That's, Bruh, that's the only my, part. My mind was the classic, brothers. I'm sorry. Yes. That's a no brainer. Hey, my, 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 all day. Hey, if Johnny uh-huh. Gill didn't get no poom poom off that song after he released it, when Johnny Gill started growling like Mufasa, saying, My, bro, man, it's over with. Hey, don't he have like the best growl? Man, I don't know what, man. I don't know nobody growl. else that does a better growl than him. Sing <laughs> Do you, Maurice? They're not R&B singers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> let's go. Let's go to round 16. We have. I don't even Real know why special. we. I don't even know why we, we even do it because this is not this even. Ten, this is when he did the I Get Lo- I Get Lonely, which was the remix. Against Red Light Special. Of course, we go give it the. TLC, I, I am. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. T. Boz was saying some stuff in real life specials. All I'm gonna say, hey, T. Boz was nasty. Hey, when you wait, waiting for that, uh, that's that 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 uh shirt to fly open in that video, bro. Man, what you, what you talking about? What you talking I'm about? I'm just saying, bro. Teddy Riley gonna bring up a remix. We know for a fact that real life special, doggone babyface did everything on every part of that track, including the words. Yep. Yep. All right. Come on, man. 
And you're a producer. You got come on, man. You man, can't be come, a producer. Come on, man. He shouldn't never play that, man. That's stupid. I'm getting mad. It's like you. Why are you disrespecting this man by playing a remix on him like that? But you know what's bad though. At, th- at this point, he was going second. He was. He was. This is in response to Red Light Special, so he knew better. Yep. Yep. So you're right. Uh, you're right. Next, next. And he made the man go first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like halftime. You know, I get the ball that I kicked off, so you get the I, I get the ball first. So yeah. Right. After, after that. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Next round, we have. Karen White, Superwoman, against Michael Jackson's Jam. <laughs> Me and Maurice gonna we go we gonna differ on this. Me and Maurice had a conversation about this. I got it. We this. did because he didn't so, realize how big of a hit Jam was. And I, I'm telling, I said I realized Jam was a hit, but I believe that Jam was a hit because Michael Jordan was in a video with Michael Jackson. The video was bigger than the song to me, no, and that's you. me. And then that's what I'm saying to me. Like it, it was, they had a whole premiere. I remember the Night Jam video came on TV. It was the whole premiere about Michael Jordan being in the video with Michael Jackson. Like the song was dope. Don't get me wrong, but you ain't singing Jam. Other than Jam, baby, you need No, I'm sorry. Like Jam is dope. I love Jam to death, but I'm not giving it over Superwoman. Definitely a hit. Way beyond a doggone video. If Michael Jordan would have never been in that video, Jam would have been what it was. I guarantee you. Every every HBCU in America played Jam. Some of them, a lot of them failed, but I'm, not, I'm a, not disputing it. It was a super duper hit because Jordan was, was in the video. Wait a minute, can I can I interrupt you when you was talking? I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. You right? I'm sorry. All right. So it was a super duper hit. I mean, we can't dispute that, but. As big as Jam was, Karen White sang the B-Jesus out of Superwoman. You just cannot, I mean, the production on that song, if you play that song right now, you, you, your, your whole soul just goes into a play. He put his heart and soul into that song for that girl. I'm not your Superwoman. She sang it to perfection. She couldn't have did nothing else in the studio to make that song more perfect for Baby. He picked the right song to get to somebody. If he would have gave that to Tony Braxton, it never would have been as good. She killed that song. Agreed. Agreed. Tony, Tony would have... Tony's a beast. Don't get me wrong, but Tony would have towed it up, though. I'm not Tony now, but... Uh-huh. She'd she, she, she towed it up. In comparison to... That is, that's by far her biggest ever. She killed Superwoman. So I, I just think... I love Michael. And that jam is, is, is definitely on one of my favorite Michael songs list. But it ain't with the Superwoman. I'm sorry. That's like saying, that's like, hey, hey, Luther, if this world was mine, we're going to take it away from you and let Greg sing it. It's okay. So, <laughs> Superwoman, so Superwoman came out in 89. 89, yeah. And Jam so, came out in 90, yeah, 92, somewhere around it. <laughs> and so, Superwoman peaked at number eight on that Billboard Hot 100. Jam peaked at 26 on the Hot 100. So, that I mean, just like with it being on the Billboard Hot 100, that's that's you know, in I don't know what other songs were out that year. I can't I can't remember. I was seven. Um, but Jam, man, the, I I like Jam because of course we played it in the boom and and we killed it. Right. And but Superwoman, man, is a powerful song. 
So I, I gotta get I gotta get to uh, Babyface on this one, bro. Thank you. I, I gotta get to Babyface. I, I I really wish we could go back in time and take Heavy D and Michael Jordan out that video. Well, you can keep you can keep Heavy D. Take Michael Jordan out that video. I want to see what Jam would have did. Jam probably still would have done great, man. Because the, the I, I, I think would have did great, but I still think it was good because Michael Jordan. Jordan I didn't. I'm not saying he does, but I'm saying because of the, that video was like a world premiere whole situation, like and who Jordan was at that time. I think it has something to do with it making what it was, make people listen to because of what it was. Because even if you say like "Remember the Time," "Remember the Time" was a dope song, but without the video, I don't think "Remember the Time" would have been what it was without Magic Johnson. No, I wouldn't say all that. I wouldn't say that. That, that, That's what I'm. I'm. I'm I'm saying saying that. That's Mm -hmm. that's me. I mean, Michael Jackson, bro. What are you talking (laughs) about? (laughs) Right, bro. If they never would have made a music video for that song, it still would have been a beast. Forget who's in it. Remember the time. Bruh, that song is excellent. Yeah. The beat. I, just, I'm, I'm, I think y'all think I'm taking away from it. I'm just saying it's, it's a dope song, but it wouldn't have been as big. Because you, know, you got to think of the power of videos back in the day. We don't have like videos anymore. Like videos carry songs. You could not, you could, the song could have been okay, but when a video come out, that pushes the situation because you like hey, the video. Hey like man, it. look, I'm going to say this. Remember the time, remember the time stands the test of time. Like it, it, bruh, that song. I mean, I mean, but if you think about it, man, if if you wanna if you wanna argue music videos, I believe Michael Jackson has the greatest music videos of all time because they're like movies. His all of his music videos are like movies, so that's pretty much like saying none of his songs would be the way they are without the music video. I believe "Remember the Time" would be what it is now with, if that music video was never made. And, and, and I, I agree with that some of them, but like that's not that's not saying pretend like Mike was just singing his draws off either. Though. That's, that's not saying they didn't do that. Oh, uh, remember the time he's singing his tail off on that. So yeah, you think Michael Jackson's a vocalist as an adult? On "Remember the Time," he was. He was killing on "Remember the Time." He would not He ain't even really singing though. On "Remember the Time." You remember when we. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it's all right, but he just like I'm. Just, what I'm saying is, I get what you're saying, but anytime you hear somebody sing these songs, especially with Michael Jackson, they doing when they singing, they doing dance moves from the video because the video pushed a certain situation with. Them. So, all right, I, I don't see nobody doing the moves when I see them singing that song. Ever. Do you remember? <laughs> That's you. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you the truth, I, I didn't even remember that he did that doggone video with Jordan with Jam. But I was way older. I didn't either. I forgot all about Man, Jordan. I, rem- I, rem- I remember the world premiere when it came on. That was the, they say that that was the fourth single from, from his album, but the doggone it was it came out at the, at the 1992 NBA championship. And guess who was in the game? Guess who played for 92 championships? The album was released July 13th. So that would have meant that that should have been maybe the four. Maybe maybe he released four singles before the album came out. I guess. All right. So let me see. So Jam was on uh was on the Dangerous, Dangerous. album. So Dangerous came out. Dangerous came out in November of 91. It took him two years to record it. Came out in 91. So when the jam, jam came out 
Jam Jam was released. Bro, he had nine. He had nine singles on that album. Nine. Kind of off because the NBA championship would have been in June, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jam released in July, so this was after after the championship, well after, because the the championship is over around Father's Day. The finals are over around Father's Day, so I think Father's Day pretty much falls on like Game Seven, somewhat. Or Game Seven is like probably like that Tuesday after Father's Day, or that Wednesday after Father's Day. So, oh, okay, 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 okay. The song was also featured on the Chicago Bulls Jordan's team at that time. 1992 NBA championship video, Untouchables. It's a reason why that song was as, as big out, as it was. It came out on the music video of the song featured. Okay, Michael Jackson was just in the music video, just like you said. But I was thinking that they had put out... Anyway, it don't matter. But let I'm me thinking. ask you this, Greg. I, Do you think that the song sounds good? Forget yeah, the video. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is saying the song, the song is a hit, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying it was as big as what it was because of the whole thing with the... You had the biggest person in music at that point in Michael Jackson. You had the biggest figure in sports at that time with Michael Jordan. And you also got Heavy D rapping on it too, though. Like, how can that song not blow to a certain thing because of who was with... The video had a world premiere. Like, it, it was just stupid the way it was. Like, yeah, the song is good. I'm not I'm not taking away from the song. But I'm sitting here saying it got as big as it was because of everything that came with it. Okay, I see where you're going. The big... The biggest athlete in the in the world. You, you, you're saying the that the song, video? that the video helped elevate the song. Hey, back right. then it didn't have Heavy D on it. That Heavy D rap didn't come until uh, 2006 when they re-released it. I could have sworn he was in the original though. He was not. Okay, my bad. I remember Heavy D. Like I remember the video with with Michael teaching MJ how to dance and stuff with the whole thing. Like the video was huge, man. Huge. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. I could have swore Heavy D was in the original. Though. I thought Heavy D was in the original. It wasn't no remix no, he, or re or re redo to that. When did Heavy they, D die? They put that in around that time. And I think that's the reason why they did it. They no, did Heavy release. D died in two thousand in uh well, nine, yeah. two thousand twelve. I don't know. He, because I, I remember Heavy D died after ap, sometime after we graduated from from college. Let me see. I think he 2011. 2011. Okay, so Jam, uh, he was in the he was in the original. Heavy D was in the I original. I could have swore he was in the original. Yeah, I'm looking at. It. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, he was in the original. Because he got I think Heavy D was hit as his at his peak around that time too though. Like he was, like that song was just huge with everybody that was involved in it. And, and again, it's not taken away from what the song was, because the song is dope. Don't get me wrong. But you got the king of everything. Like, Heavy D was probably the best MC in the game at, at, that, at that time, though. I, I, mm. One of. One of. Yeah. It, it definitely one of the most popular. Yeah, he, he was popular then. So All I'm right. saying, saying, like, you got that, that song is loaded. You didn't see stuff like that back then. All right. So, round 18. Teddy Riley comes with Rex and Effects Rump Shaker. Babyface goes to Tony Braxton's You're Making Me High. <laughs> uh, you pick Teddy? I picked Teddy too, man. I picked Teddy too. I about to say, that, you, you can call him. That saxophone, 
that saxophone alone in Rump Shaker. When you hear that, when you hear that, bro, that was, hey, Rump Shaker is probably like the first uncut video. That's like the first edition of Uncut. If you think well, Uncut it. Premier, they play Rump They play Rump Shaker. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode of BT's Uncut. All right, so Rump Shaker. This is the last one. I don't even really count this one, but we we go we go do it anyway. So Babyface, <laughs> Babyface, yeah, because that when Babyface played, I made love to you, and that's when everything kind of cut out, and Teddy didn't get to play his. But everybody's kind of counted as when he when he played Blood on the Dance Floor. I don't like Blood on the Dance Floor. To be honest, you said Babyface played what now? I'll Make Love to You by Boys and Men. I'll Make Love to You, to be honest with you. I'm going to be real. It's a dope song, but they played that song so much around that time. I got tired of I'll Make Love to You. It's not taken away from the songs. I just hated that song. That would make you know it's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking, but after a while, I'm like, man, I'm so sick of this song. How, how long can you make love? Uh, I'm tired, nigga. I'm tired. <laughs> but I would give it between those two songs. I'll definitely go. I'll make love to you. But. Yeah, Babyface is is the clear winner of this. I mean, even though there really shouldn't be any winners because it's it's it, because pretty much the audience won because we're seeing yeah. two great uh, producers slash songwriters. Well, Babyface is the songwriter. Ted Riley is just a producer. Really, he really didn't write too many lyrics. I don't think he wrote any lyrics to be honest, but. You know what? What the 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 major uh, thing I I I, come, I get from this that I can't believe Teddy did not play was Teddy's Jam One and or Two. He did not play this at all. That should have he should have came with that early. I definitely would have hit Teddy's Jam. I definitely been like the first one, of the first three I would have played. I can't believe he did not come with that. He How did not play? No diggity. Hits first, man, and it, and it was a it was that's a groove too. Teddy Jam is a whole movie. But he didn't do now one to Teddy Jam, which nope. was how could you not do the first Teddy Jam? Teddy Jam two didn't go nowhere near as big as no. Teddy, the Teddy first Jam one. one. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a, that's a whole move. Like Teddy Jam said his own, like bro. As as a unanimous decision, like how we we sit here and voted with like just how play, we voted. He didn't play Goodbye Love, no, nope. which is one of the most popular ballads. That he ever wrote. With majority of the season, we voted. We voted this this battle fourteen to four. By the way, for eighteen rounds. Right. I mean, Babyface Man is. It, I mean, but I don't even like to see it as a competition. But we just had to do it like that because you know that's what that's what we like to do. We had to bring in that entertainment factor and see who we better. Um, Teddy left some songs on the table. He left some songs in the book, but. Babyface has way more songs in his book because uh, he's been doing it longer. But, man, the the, the whole crowd won. Man, they broke Instagram, Drew. They broke Instagram. They did. I couldn't even get on the main page. I had to go watch it through somebody else's page. Like, through somebody else's live, I mean. And Teddy, hey, man, look, I work for Xfinity. I don't know where you live. Get you some Xfinity internet, bro. Whoever your internet server provider is, bro, just... Hey man, just drop even it. if you don't get Xfinity, just don't use what you got right don't now. Don't use, don't you use get, what you got else. no more. <laughs> get rid of them. Just, just stop. 
just you know. Just... And, and don't get mad at your team because they can't find a charger to your stuff. <laughs> what a charger! I'm about to, it's about to go dead. Man, you, you knew what was going on before this happened. So that's where we're going to end the podcast uh, for this week's episode. Uh, check us out next week where we will talk about the first four hours of the Michael Jordan uh, documentary, uh, The Last Dance. So uh, make sure you check us out again. Subscribe, like, share, rate, and review. Uh, reach out to us through uh, our Instagram page, through our Facebook page, through Twitter. And also, uh, you can reach out to us through email. Talk with us directly. And I'm just saying, bruhpod at gmail.com. So we uh, look forward to seeing your feedback and make sure that you refer us to friends and family. Peace.